Hello and good evening uh, to the episode 14 of the Full Beam podcast. Uh, in tonight's episode, we will be uh, doing a full review of the German Grand Prix. Hi, my name is Sai. And I'm Al. Right then. Okay, Al. Um, the for German Grand Prix. <laughs> is that what... <laughs> Well, this is this sounds very professional, Sai. Si, thanks for that. Um, first thoughts was, I mean, you wait, it's like waiting for a bus, wasn't it? You know, wait a long time for a good Grand Prix, and then three come along at once. Um, yeah, uh, I think again, uh, a, a really good point, Al. Um, I was going to try and do a full breakdown like I did for the, for the Silverstone Grand Prix, but by lap. Eight. <laughs> I, I, I'd given up. I, I couldn't make my notes fast enough. I couldn't. Well, I, was, I was thinking that we were talking last night, weren't we? And um, I did. I didn't make any notes because there was too much going on, and you stopped making notes because there was too much going on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I've, I've just had I've just had a bit of a think uh, before doing this podcast, and there was just a couple of things that I wanted to highlight and I wanted to discuss, and really, I wanted to get your opinion on it. Well, I, I, I okay, I I did make notes afterwards because last night there was that much to remember. I thought I'd better write stuff down, so I, yeah. I, I've got notes in the end. Okay, but do you want to go first? Yes, yeah, so if I give you my key points that I want to talk about, and, and we'll see what your thoughts are and, and, and what you think, Al. Okay, go ahead, go on. Okay, um, first one. Uh, I was really conscious that it was going to be a. a safety car start when they had the three two or three formation laps normally it, it just turns into a rolling start behind the safety car um i know it's easy for us to say oh they should be allowed to start and race and blah 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 it's easy for us on the telly but looking at it it looked wet but it didn't look dangerously wet or flooded or anything like that so I even said to you on the day of the race, if this starts behind the safety car, I'm, I'm turning it off. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah. That, that, in those formation laps, everyone was going, oh, please let it be a standard start. Please let it be a standard start. And thank God it was. Go on. It, it, it had to be a standard. And I, fair enough, I, know, I know there's different factors that, that the powers that be would take into account. Uh, this was the first race with the new cars in the wet, so nobody really knew how they were going to behave. Right. Um, I, I do totally understand that, but you've taken everything away from the driver. You know, there's power assisted steering, there's anti lock brakes, there's this, there's that, there's, you know, automatic transmission. These are ultimately the pinnacle of motorsport. These are the pinnacle drivers. You are not going to get any driver better than this across motorsport. So why should a little bit of rain force them to start behind a, a Mercedes estate? I know. At the end of the day, it wasn't it wasn't that heavy. I mean, yeah, it was raining, but I, I, I remember I saw the, an old F1 race the other, the other week, and it was, it was in Monaco. I think talked about it before. It was Senna's first first race, or Senna's yeah. first season, sorry, his first season. And it was Monaco, and it was like a monsoon. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's, you had to stop the race early, but you carried on racing until it was too, you know, too late, until it was that far gone. And yeah. the drivers weren't complaining. No. And, and why should they? These are the best of the best of the best. You don't, you don't see 
the best RAF pilots going, oh, I can't fly today, mate, it's too cloudy. Well, Hulkenberg complained at the end. He said it was like an ice cream out there. Well, do you love it? You get paid millions, yeah. mate. Exactly. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, so so that, 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 that for me was, was a big, I want it. plus is the wrong word. It should be a given. Difficult driving, different, different, difficult driving uh, situations, or whatever you want to say, that should be all part of F one. Well, it's it's kind of me. I mean, Hockenheim's a tricky circuit anyway. So yeah. you've got you. So once you through, once you we realised that rain was forecaster was like, oh, this is going to be good. Everyone was looking forward to it. Pardon the pardon the drivers apparently. And uh, again, you've hit it you've hit it on the head there because. I got a notification through on my phone at half past 11 in the morning saying it's raining. The race wasn't starting until 10 past 2. I was like, oh, go ahead. I can't wait for this. It's going to be great, yeah. It was going to be great. And it was. It felt like I haven't seen a wet race. For a long time. Yeah, for a long time. And that's because a lot of the new new circuits are in in dry countries, aren't they? Bahrain, Thailand. Thailand. It's not a Taiwan this year now. No. Okay. You're thinking of Vietnam. Vietnam? Yeah. Nam. Yeah, there's going, be, there's going to be a Vietnam race, isn't there? If not this season, it's coming up soon. That's pathetic. That is awful. Why? Why? No, yeah. hist- got no history of F1. It's just, it's just money making, isn't it? Well, that's so another. That's another podcast altogether. Yeah. Let's. Nice. Um, so I'm going to talk about the start now. Okay. So for me, the start it was like as if. Verstappen and Vettel did the opposite things, right? Yeah. So you had Vettel at the back at 20th. You had Max yeah. in second. Or no, he was second, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He and Gasly, the, both the Red Bulls, just aquaplaned. They just slipped. Went yeah, back. They, they no traction at all. Went backwards. Vettel just went forwards. Vettel was got his mojo back totally. Brilliant driving. That, that, Go to that first... Um, that first bend, you can see he was thinking, right, everyone's going to go over to the left to get position with the bend. That'll leave me a clear space up the right. I'm just going to go for it. And he must have took five or six drivers out in that, in that like, 200 yards. But, again, you know, this, this is the whole Peugeot 3008 thing now. Well, you know, I don't think... What? I don't think Vell has got his mojo. I don't think he can say what a rate, what a guy, what a driver. He's back. You know, he's, he's, he's in the second... The best Formula One car on the grid. He's twentieth. If he didn't go through the back ten like a hot knife through butter, then you might as well retire. Yeah, but point is, it's not. It's not far to that first bend, is it? No, but they're all. They're all. The, <laughs> yeah, but he read it right, didn't he? He read it right. He could have gone over to the left as well. But he could have gone over to the left. But he as didn't. Well, in the wrong and they'll overtaken them all. Oh. All right, all right. He's got into the top ten. All right. Go okay. on then. Carry on. But no, I think you're absolutely right. You know, the, the Verstappen, if, when Verstappen went backwards at the end, uh, went backwards at the start, I was like, <laughs> game over, race over. Lewis Hamilton will oh, manage this race. Lewis Hamilton's a wizard in the wet, blah, blah, blah. I didn't, I didn't see Verstappen coming back uh, from that, but I think you're absolutely right. Bell went forward at the start, Verstappen went backwards. Um, I think the main thing that I want to focus on for this Grand Prix is Mercedes. Yeah, I've written quite a bit about Mercedes. 
Like, but you, you need to see this without the the uh, the visor of being a Hamilton fanboy and just be purely objective well, about this, it. Okay. Why I've put it in my notes because I think I'm going to shock you. Go on. Um, it, I was embarrassed with Mercedes, and again, like you said, massive Lewis Hamilton fanboy, massive Mercedes fan, love Toto Wolf, think they're a great team, but it was embarrassing. It, it was, was cringeworthy, right? Yeah, they, they've gone to that. They've gone to Hockenheim. Yes, fair enough. It's a Mercedes Benz track. It's their home Grand Prix. It's a hundred and twenty-five years anniversary of motorsport. But they walked in like it was already won. And I, I love the I love the confidence and I, I love the winning mentality and I love the confidence and almost the arrogance that that breeds. But they overstepped the mark so far. It was just like, oh, my God. Oh, what are you doing? I've got goosebumps now thinking about it. I've got, it's given me that much cringe. I think it was, it was a little bit different than that. It could have been that, you're right. But I think it was a bit different because... I mean, uh, where do I start on this? Okay. All the, all the 125 years business, right? Fair enough, it's an anniversary. And you looked very smart in all the old gear and all that. It looked really it, good. No, it, right? it, was, it was so bad. Like, no, I, I, thought, I thought the 50s gear looked great, but if it's 125 years, why do we have 50s gear? That's not 125 years ago. Why are all the mechanics wearing tweed flat caps? They look cool, but they didn't. They didn't. They, looked, they didn't, mate. Well, I liked it, but it's 2019. We've moved on. All right, I, I think, right, but these have Hamilton's pit stop in it. The, the never ending pit, pit stop, the 50 second pit stop, right? There's more, there's more. It the, but, that, but that was that's. But that's pissed up made me think just it was hilarious for a star, wasn't it? I mean it was just mass panic. It was mass panic. People slipping. Like I'm sure at one point he had one intermediate on one front he and did. a slip on the other. He did, he did. And he had no idea where the wing was. There was one guy who ran backwards and forwards to the car three times. Yeah. At one point he was doing jazz hands. I'm sure he was in, in sheer panic. In fact, I like all I could hear. Just give me two seconds. Was this music? It was. It was the Benny Hill show. It was. It was. It was just ridiculous. And then that's what I'm thinking. Hang on a minute. Have they took the eye off the ball this weekend? Have they been so? So consumed as 125, and let's get dressed up, and let's take do all over Instagram all of you all weekend, all over social media. Oh, it is, it is the guys and gals all dressed up. Don't they look great? I think I've, I've not done the jobs. Well, you see, that's it, and, and I think you're absolutely right, Al. And it was, it was a farce. And again, as a massive fan, I was watching that pit stop with me head in my hands. I was like, oh. Besides, you know, it was it was compelling view, and it was like, what is going on? But it was, yeah, like I said, I, I, I couldn't believe it. You know, these the, these crew and, and these mechanics and this whole team has been seamless through the 200 points ahead in the Constructors' Championship. It just They have just breezed through every Grand Prix. And this is why I'm getting to the point of it was a massive, massive reality check. They've walked in to the German Grand Prix like, listen, lads, it's our own Grand Prix. 
We're all gonna we're all gonna put laser hosen on. We're all gonna be dead cool. We're gonna dress old fashioned. We're gonna paint the cars white. We're gonna go round a couple of two. We're gonna go round for a few laps. We're gonna have a one two finish, and we're all gonna have a party. That's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, when you put it like that, that's, that sounds pretty right. But then, like I said, when I was thinking, you know, I've just took the, took the, I have the ball, and you think, I thought, no, don't be daft, it's Mercedes, it's just one of those things, it's what, that's happened. Then, Toto Wolf got interviewed at the end, and he was furious. He was, yeah. Absolutely furious. And actually said, he said to him, well, Toto, what have you learned from today? I said a couple of things, and then he said, you know, maybe we need to, be less preoccupied with other things and keep our focus. And I thought he's thought the same thing. You yeah. bought into this one, two, five things so much that you've forgotten where the wing was. It's not just where the wing was. They 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 thought it was like they thought it was like a um, like almost like a revival. They thought it was like a, like a nostalgia show. Yeah. The only way that I can kind of compare it was they thought it was like a footy friendly, like. You know, that like Red Bull weren't going to race them or Ferrari weren't going to race them yeah. because it's ladies 125 years. I think they forgot it. not where the wing was or what tyre went on what wheel, but I think they forgot that they were at a race. Yeah, but they did forget, they forget that. that. I mean, for grabs. they did forget that. I mean, so, so, to have different tyres on the car, I was just like, <laughs> it's, it's just stunning, isn't it? It's stunningly bad. But you see, also, you know, this has happened before, and it certainly happened with Hamilton. You know, like he kind of like just self destructs. And again, I know that sounds over the top because he's a five time world champion and whatever many time champion. But there has been instances where things aren't going his way. He just goes, oh, you know, it's just he doesn't like he doesn't forget what to do. But it's like he can't stop the rot. It's like one bad thing happens. And then another bad thing happened, then another bad thing happened. Yeah. Like, what, we, what Mr. Ballard. What were the three pit stops for in the last 10 laps? Like, I know we had to come in for the, the change of, of nose and, and wing and whatever. And that's when his five second penalty was, was added. And then he came in again. And then about two laps later, with three laps to go, he came in again. Now they're going now. They put they put slicks on him now because he's going to get a point for the fastest lap. The fastest lap only you only get a point for that if you're in the top ten. He was last. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> let's go for the fastest lap. Oh, sorry, mate. You're fifteenth out of fifteenth. Not going to happen. Yeah. Why? Why put him in for another pit stop to make him last? And then we went push for the fastest lap. So we've got to get the fastest lap in three laps. But also in those three laps, he's got to overtake at least five cars to get into the top ten. I just think it was a collective breakdown. <laughs> I just think Mercedes... I, I think the only really same person there was Bottas, probably Evans for getting Bottas. Because when he got interviewed afterwards, he looked absolutely shell-shocked. He looked like as if he'd just been on another planet. Like as if he didn't know what had happened. And yeah. it looked like Wolf had had a real go at him. I don't know if he had it or not, but it looked like he'd had a, a proper turn and off. Well, you see, this is another really, really weird thing. And Martin Brundle talked about it on his grid walk. And he said there's been real open criticism of a couple of drivers recently. Now, I've also made a note about Albon and Gasly, so we'll get to them in a minute. But he also said, he also said that Toto Wolf has told Bottas yeah. The next two races will decide if he stays at Mercedes next year. What do you want for Stappen, don't you? That's what the target for Stappen have his concept. Why would you 
telling that ahead of the 100. So it's like they've had this big, massive party atmosphere, completely forgotten in the race, but then completely put the, put, you know, completely put the... the Willies up, Bottas, for once of a better yeah. phase. Yeah, and then, it, then it's, it's team down with rain, and then you've got, if you don't win this, then you're out. And I, I just, you know, it's just absolutely bonkers. And I, I know you've just slacked off Mercedes, but also now I want your opinion on the penalty that Hamilton got, where he crashed on the final bend, and then he darted into the pit lane, and he missed this stupid bollard. Well, uh, I mean... So rules and rules, aren't you? I suppose anybody else would have got it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Go on. So if he missed this bollard, but would you rather him go for another full lap with bits of debris flying off his car? No, all I'm saying is, if it had been anybody else that missed the bollard, they would have got a five second penalty as well. Yeah, and like, I wasn't arguing your point there. I was seeing what you would have done, like again, if we were in the steward's shoes. If it was Verstappen, Bottas, or anyone at all, if they've crashed, but they could make the, the entrance of the pit lane without any danger, without cutting anybody up or causing a crash, yeah. surely that's preferable than going round again in the wet with bits flying off. The only thing I can think of is, has, has that already happened in a previous race this season? I don't. I really don't. I, I didn't even know that Bollard was there. No, I don't think. Because if it has, there's been a, pre- a precedent set, hasn't it? That's absolutely, yeah, that's absolutely true. I, it, that just struck me. I was just like, yes, I know I'm a Hamilton fan, and blah, blah, blah. But if he's crashed and he's caused wing damage or, or nose cone damage or whatever, but he can actually get in the pit lane without causing anyone to slam on or stop or cause an accident, surely that is preferable. So going around and maybe then causing something more serious because they've got the downforce or the braking or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Not going to get to the bottom of that one, are we? No. Um, I mean, I think we've covered the, the the pit stops. I really don't know why Hamilton had six. Verstappen had five pit stops and won the race, which yeah. is just amazing. I think the last person to have old. five pit stops and win a race was Schumacher. Really? Yeah. Well, it was, it was just all tires, 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 wasn't it? Because the um, intermediates were kept, kept running out all the time, didn't they? Yeah. Um, so, uh, what, what else I've got in my notes is Albon versus Gasly. Yeah. Now, you, you raised this a couple of podcasts ago about how Albon was overtaking Gasly and he was looking like the better driver. I've never really concentrated on Albon as a driver. But his name kept kept getting mentioned on Sunday because he was up in the points and he was in the you know he's in the thick of it. Yeah, and I think he actually overtook Gasly three times. Yeah, he was great, really, really good. I mean, the, the Toro Rosso was for some reason the, the car really suited the conditions. You know, you you got Kvyat getting going on the podium. It must be exactly. the, that, that must be the best weekend of his life. <laughs> he, had, he had a daughter the day before, and then he gets on the podium, and then. Yeah. And then Albon did really well as well. So what you know, why yeah. It's, it must it's, be an thing. You said you said a couple of, a couple of races ago, you know, like how how it, because Verstappen is so good, it highlights maybe not how poor Gaz is again, he's gotta be a fantastic driver to get into Formula One. But just how maybe Red Bull isn't the right time for Gasly, maybe he's just not 
where he needs to be. And I think Verstappen is certainly showing him how it's done. But yeah. Albon in the lesser Red Bull running rings around you, that's surely got to trigger some alarm bells. Yeah, because he, he couldn't defend, could he? He couldn't no. defend. He couldn't defend against the lesser car. It was, it was strange. Or maybe yeah. maybe it was just better driving. You know, maybe. Yeah. Again, like if they're trying to get Verstappen into Mercedes, then you'd say that Albon would be his replacement. But then, as apparently Gasly's been told, just like Bottas, that you've got a couple of races to save your career. So we're all yeah. more likely that Albon would go there. If I was Verstappen, I wouldn't move anyway. But that's another, that's another argument. That's for another time. Um, I also think that Mercedes are wrong to say that we need the fight from Ferrari. We need that fight. We need that competition from Ferrari. Have they just totally overlooked Red Bull? Yeah, of course. Red Bull has been more of a competitor than Ferrari has since the start of the season. Yeah. But, you know, there there was no, you know, we love this competition from Red Bull. They've really come on strong. Oh, they're so dismissive. They're so dismissive. You know, it's 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 strange. It's like as if Mercedes and Ferrari think they have a perfect right to be there, and everyone else has to earn it. You know, I think it's because they're works teams, aren't they? You know, they're yeah. manufactured teams. But um, you, should, you should have more respect for, for for Red Bull because at least they use Honda engines. Yeah, you know, all, all the other cars use use Ferrari and Mercedes engines, apart from Renault. And you think, yeah. well, because I haven't seen them looking down on them, but to, to look down on Red Bull, you, you don't use an engine the same as theirs. Yeah. Surely that's to be more respected. Yeah, I, that just struck me. Just I had like Mercedes and Toto saying that we, we really need Ferrari to up the game. Well, listen, mate, I would concentrate on yourselves. Okay. I, I, I still think Mercedes and Lewis Hamilton are going to walk to both the drivers and the constructors' championship. But I really hope that this was a real wake up call. You know, we, We've said it over and over again about them being really talented drivers, fearless young drivers, and and they are, and they're showing it now. Verstappen's you know, going to Verstappen will finish second. Yeah, definitely. He, Bottas is, is he'll just stab Bottas in his sights now. Yeah, I also think that you're right. There'd be actually no point moving to Mercedes until Hamilton's gone. Yeah, that's true. No way, no way. Verstappen has got the absolute quality, no doubt about it, to walk into Ferrari or Mercedes. But why? Yeah, give it, give it a couple more. Because even now, you walk into Mercedes, you're being Bottas, you're being the number two driver. Yeah. That's just the way it is, you know. And so, yeah, I think, I think absolutely. I mean, if if Red Bull keep on going the way they're going, then I wouldn't move. I wouldn't move. Good. Okay. Anything else in this race then? I've got a couple of things. Um, I've only got. Uh, let me see. Uh, I've got Leclerc, but again, there's not really much we can say about that. He crashed. Yeah. He didn't get going again. You know, pretty poor. But again, for, for a rivalry, I think it's brilliant because Verstappen and Leclerc always seem to be either you know within one or two cars of each other. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. They're always they're all there about fighting yeah. each other. I actually love it. Um, I've asked you about what you thought about Hamilton's penalties. Um, we've got the Bottas crash. But I think more importantly, and I think real praise to um, who does Lance Stroll drive for? Mason Point. 
I think that putting him on sticks when they did. Yeah, great move. Fantastic move, absolutely. They, they put him on sticks just when the safety car had come out. So he had, he, had, he had a lap or two to really give it the beans to go full pelt to catch up to the safety car. Yeah. So he really needed his sticks up. And then there was a dry line in the track as well. He well, that's, went that's, and went and went, didn't he? he yeah, yeah that's, that's when everything changed. There was... Um, there's like a flurry of pit stops in our lap 45, 46. We had like four or five came in at the same time. Yeah. And and the whole, the, um, see the leaderboard, that's golf, silly me. The, the whole standings went on the head. You know, yeah. Stroll came out, Stroll came out in the lead. Kvyat got up there. Um, I think Sainz was up there at one point as well. Hulkenberg was second, yeah. wasn't he? Hulkenberg was second. It was like, well, everything's just gone on its head now. Cubic, yeah, sorry, not Cubic. Raikkonen was up there as well, wasn't he? He was, yeah, he was. Um, but I've got a couple more things. Um, the virtual safety car, why do you have it? I don't get it. It's a necessity, isn't it, really? Uh, when, when, when something's happened on track, it doesn't require a full safety car. Well, don't have nothing then. Well, maybe it needs something. Have the safety car then. <laughs> I, just well, do okay. not, I just do not get it. If a steward just has to run out and pick up a bit of wing or carbon fire off the track, there's no point sending the full safety car out for that. Well, nice, I understand that. There's a duty of care to go, right, you can run on the track and get that piece of carbon fiber without being obliterated at 200 miles an hour, doesn't he? <sighs> you do like they used to, you wait till there's a break in the track and run out and get it. That's what you used to have to do years ago. Yeah, but it's not years ago, is it? Oh, God. Wasn't like that in my day. Did you, uh, did you lend your uh, flat cap to one of the Mercedes mechanics? I'd love a flat cap like that. I loved it. It was very smart. Um, I think, yeah, uh, Williams' first point <laughs> by default, yeah. wasn't it? Because the Alphas got they demoted. Um, and Kubica as well, not even Russell. Um, would that be the only point to get? I think so. Well, probably me, yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, and the, the final corner became pretty lethal. Um, and that was interesting every lap the, by the last five, six laps. Because yeah. people just got off left, yeah. right, the centre. But again, just don't whinge about it, just deal with it. <laughs> or slow down to walking pace if you have to. But, you know, don't That's go, it. Oh, it's, oh, it's slippy out there. Yeah, it's raining, it's slippy. But you are the pinnacle of your sport. If you can't deal with a wet track, you shouldn't be racing a Formula One car. Exactly. You must be getting told who, who else is spinning up at that point so you'd know to be, be more careful. Yeah. One of those things, isn't it? I mean, Hamilton did do well. They really span off and he managed to keep control and not hit the barrier and get back on the track again. That was pretty yeah. good. That's because he's a good driver. Um, is it Hulkenberg that crashed? And then he just kind of drove forward again, like further into the barrier? Like, what yeah. are you doing? I know. I know it's strange, doing? wasn't it? It's strange. Why are you burying yourself further into a barrier? I know. Right, so that's all the thoughts I've got, I think. Anything else for you? Not about the German Grand Prix, but I've, I've been thinking about this, and I want to ask you a question. Yeah, go on. When you say iconic Formula One deliveries, what is the first car that springs into your mind? Oh, Nicky Lauda's McLaren. 
What was that? What was the livery of that? It was red and white, basically. Um, the um, mm, uh, Man, the totally different to yours, Alan. Alan Jones is Williams, which is just all white. Mine is um, the yellow, blue, and white Williams, the camel Williams that Mansell was in. Oh, yeah. Oh, beautiful. Schumacher's yeah. Benetton. Oh, yeah. And uh, the 1990s, must have been late 80s, early 90s, uh, red and white McLaren. The Lotus, the, the black JPS Lotus. This was um, Mario Andretti's. Which one was that? There's the Lotus, J- uh, John Player Specialist. Um, oh, black and gold one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's a recent car. I think we'll have to put these on our social media. So you can see <laughs> them. Yeah, and the one that had six wheels, which was that? Oh, that was that was um, that was a Bernie Eccleston one, wasn't it? That was was that, was that not a Tyrrell? I can't remember. I can't remember. I just remember looking at when I was a, when I was a wee lad. I used to look at the car. I was like looking around the corner. I was going to steer that. So what are you saying about Top Gear? Oh, there was a, a, a piece on the final episode about ground effect of our kind of downforce that Lotus brought in in the God knows when, 60s, 70s, 80s, like that. And it was so fast, uh, this car with ground effect, that they end up winning everything and then they, they banned ground effect. Uh, but they're actually bringing it back. Yeah, uh, which will really, Which will really make the, the cars a lot faster. Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting as well. Uh, okay. But yeah, we'll certainly put our iconic, our iconic, sorry, um, F1 liveries on our social medias, and you can agree, disagree, and add your own. Definitely, mate. Yeah. Um, okay. and just one more thing from me. Oh, go on. One more thing. Um, I've been hearing on the grapevine, and you might have heard it too, that you know the Netflix. Oh, yes, uh, I've, I've, I've tweeted it, mate. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. And the Netflix um, Formula One documentary, what's it called? Drive to Survive. Yeah. Um, and this makes this makes the whole Mercedes debacle even, even better. better. <laughs> they, they apparently gave Netflix one race that they could film them in. There was this one, wasn't it? That was. There was this one, wasn't it? You know. The German Grand Prix. So again, perfect. Like Billy Big Balls, like we're gonna we're gonna win this race. No one, we're not even in a competition, and no one's ever gonna dare race us. So let's get Netflix down here to, to film us, win it. One crossed, you the one came like third to last. <laughs> I see, I know, I know you like Mercedes, and I like Mercedes as well. I know you love Hamilton, but seeing as they're a German team, I'm gonna use a German word. Scheiser. No, be so crude. Schadenfreude. Oh yes. Love it. Right then, just before we go, we need to say hello to the Amish Baby Machine podcast. They followed yes. us, they followed us and liked us on Twitter and listened to a couple of their podcasts too, about pop culture. It's really good. Um, I listened to one especially about craft beer, which was great. <laughs> okay. We could have uh, could have uh, contributed to that one definitely. Um <laughs> Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe there's a collaboration there. Maybe we can all get together, drink craft beer, and talk about how we can improve Formula One. Now that would be good. Amish baby machine, are you listening? Good. Hope hope you hope you take us up on that one. Um, to all of our new followers on Instagram and 
Twitter. Thank you very much. Social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We are at Full Beam Cars. You can email us, fullbeamcars at gmail.com. Are we off then? Is that it for now? Uh, I think so, but also just to give you a heads up on what's coming out on the next podcast after this, uh, I really, really want to start talking about some cars that have been released recently. Um, so we'll be looking at the Ferrari SF90 Stradale. We'll be looking at the new Corvette. Uh, that's if I can, without vomiting. Um, we will also be looking at the new uh, Lotus Electric Hybrid. And uh, anything else that, that, that's come out or, or due to come out we, uh, soon. Anything normal, Sag? Any normal cars? Uh, there's loads of normal cars as well coming out, isn't it? And also the Ford uh, Cougar. What on earth have they done to that? It's like as if it's not just Ford. There's another new car coming out, I can't know which one it is now. But it's like as if they've just got this thing about a new Audi. It's like as if they've just got this thing about they've got to raise cars now. Cars have to be raised. That's exactly I know, and I, I am, I'm going to have to keep my cool with this one. What have BMW done to the One Series? They made it look dull and ugly. As, as an M140 driver, why would I ever go and get a 135? Oh, BMW, you have baffled me beyond belief with that one. If I was going for a hot hatch now, it would be the Mercedes A-Class AMG, without a doubt. Out. That's all to come in in, uh, in our next podcast, but enjoy this one first. Thank well, you very much, guys, and speak soon. Yes, well, Mercedes, we spent, we spent most of the podcast slagging you off, but side, we're still by one of your cars, so we end them on a high point. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then. See you soon, guys. Bye-bye, Sai. Bye. Bye. Bye.